I wrote, I wrote this sentence down many years ago as a young 26-year-old chiropractor just about to embark on this multiple practices thing. And it was uh, sitting in a room with Dan Kennedy. I wrote the sentence down. And the sentence was, I've, I've taken a screenshot of it and I've got it. And those of you who've done New Patient Avalanche, you will actually, I'll show you it. And the sentence was, he that has the ability or he that can put new patients through the front door owns the keys to the castle. Hey everyone, welcome to the DC Practice Growth Podcast. Uh, my name is Dr. Ryan Ryder. I own and operate eight practices, turn over $7 million every single year. We see over 3,000 visits every single week, 10,000 new patients last year. I have a killer inner circle group and I teach new patient avalanche. I have a free book. If you haven't got any more content, please go to the website, grab a free book. I promise to make no money from it. It's just you pay for the shipping. I pay for the book. Just go get it. I just want it in your hands and I hope it helps your practice. I leave nothing and no page unturned. So this week in the Practice Growth Podcast, what I'm, um, it's a third installment of the a three, a three-part podcast. And um, if you missed the first two, we were speaking about all things speaking. And the reason I, 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 I did this in three parts was there are three parts to what I believe a, a successful speaking um, strategy to grow your practice. And, the re and, and in, in podcast one, we specifically focused on why it's important in the first place. So I'll recap that very, very briefly. Listen, I'll say this over and over again. One of my greatest mentors taught me this. Nothing. I don't care how good you are at online marketing. I don't care how good you are at screenings. I don't care how good you are at doing anything in your business, your practice. Nothing will give you the quality and quantity of new patients in the time frame, high return on investment, time return on investment that speaking will. Nothing will give you the quality and quantity of new patients in the, in the short time frame that speaking will do. Nothing will ever come close to that. Mark my words. I have tried. I, trust me, I've tried. And it's the, reason that, um, it's the reason that some of the greatest online marketers on the planet still go to the effort of flying across the planet to speak in a room when they really don't need to financially. You guys understand. But they know. Nothing will ever match the quality and quantity. So today's podcast, first podcast, we spoke about how to do um, a killer, if you will, mandatory health class within the practice and why it's important. You want to increase referrals or increase retention. The second podcast, we spoke about um, specifically how to do killer uh, lunch and learns. We don't do the lunch, <laughs> but we, we get into corporates, so get into corporate environments. We spoke about that. And um, honestly, I truly believe that's a six-figure podcast for a lot of people that listen to that. So if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it fast. This third podcast, we specifically going to focus on, um, uh, and I'm just going to use the term because it's, it's the verbiage in the marketplace. People think of these as dinner with the docs. So, I'm going to talk a little bit about how to um, how we grow our practices using live events, and this specific type of speaking is where we get cold leads, if you will, to come to us for an informational educational talk, and we can either do that in the form of a, of a dinner with the doc, or we just get people to come to an informational talk and there's no dinner. So we have got great success with just doing an informational talk 
um, and getting people from social media strategies, which we teach in our inner circle group, and we teach that in my two-day talks boot camp. We teach you how to get people. The biggest thing here is whether it's a dinner or dark, whether it's without the dinner, it's irrelevant. All you need to do is get bums in seats. Yes, there's probably a bit to be said for the power of reciprocity when you do put on a dinner, probably a bit to do that. However, the docs that I teach, and specifically comes to my two-day uh, talks bootcamp, are closing 80% of the room anyway. Some of them 100% of the room. The, the, the people that are still learning how to do it are closing 50% of the room. So there's such a high close rate and there's such a high show-up rate. We are getting sometimes 80% show-up without the dinner. There's some tricks that I'm going to teach you in a moment. And um, we are getting such a high sign-up rate. We're getting as many as 50 to 60 people sign up, but an average probably of 30 to pe 30 people in the room when at will, really, um, with sometimes depending on what country we, we – so we have an agency where we do this for you. We'll just fill the room for you. But we have filled rooms for as cheap as $200. Um, we don't normally have to go much higher than anywhere from $500 to $1,000. But boy, is it worth it. Boy, is it worth it. I would spend, if I was doing this all over again, I would tell everyone I'd spend double. I'd spend $2,000 on a talk. Easy to fill the room. But you don't always need to do that. So, so that is the definition of what we're talking about tonight, is how to get, essentially we're trying to get cold leads to come to us for an informational talk. I always say this is the lazy man's way of doing it, and I love lazy sometimes. Listen, you're busy. You've got a million things to do. So this is this. Let me paint a scenario for you. You're adjusting. You finish a busy set. You walk out. The reception area is packed for with people that are coming to your talk. You've got 20, 25, 30 people there waiting. They're chatting to the team. You've had gifts for them on arrival. Big tip. I will tell you more about that later. And then um, you they filter through to a talk, a room, a talk room, and then you deliver a killer talk and you you learn my four-step process for closing and you close 80% of the room um, and there's a little prop that you use to close and we do that, uh, we show you that in the day. So what have people done? We've got people, 50 new patients in a 45-minute talk, uh, 10 new patients, 15 new patients, 20 new patients. I could, I could show you testimonials hundreds of testimonials of my inner circle members and my, and my, and not to mention my own practices where we we just rack out 10 to 20 new patients every week, every week, every week. And remember what I say, it's not about the quantity here, but most importantly, if you want the easiest report of findings you'll ever have in your entire life, easiest new, new uh, initial consultation you'll ever have in your life, because you've really got so much, of, um, you've really got rapport with them. They've really spent an hour with you. By the time they come through and decide to jump through that hoop, the psychology of someone that comes to a talk that registers for something online they didn't even mean to register for. I mean, not didn't mean to register for, but just scrolling through Facebook and they registered. I mean, I haven't even, I don't even do that. I, I can't even, I don't even, sometimes I don't even know why people do that. I'm just not one of those shoppers. But if it's important to them, trust me, they're going to be there. If I see something, have I opted into stuff online all the time? But if it's important to them, they're going to be there. And if they're prepared to opt in, and then come all the way and get in the car and drive all the way to you. Listen, there's two ways people show commitment. One is time. The other one's money. And they prepare to commit an hour of their time to come to informational talk just from scrolling through Facebook. They are motivated. Then they decide to take up your offer on the day and then an initial consultation to so show their commitment. So first they've showed their commitment via time. Then they prepare to show their commitment via money on the day. And then they sit in front of you. Those are, I want to work with those people. 
you know, I, I, there's the thing, the, the more they pay, the more they pay attention. That's normally, that's just normally in life, you know, all your freebie clients often, sometimes they'll, they, you know, they, they, they're a challenge to work with, but often the guys that pay the most are the nicest clients to work with. I'm not saying that, and, and some, even with strategists for my inner circle members will actually decide that we want, this is a good problem to have, right? We want less new patients. Let me say that again. Sometimes we're like, we want less new patients, so we're going to up the offer at the day and just focus and hopefully decrease the amount of signups. Let me say that again. Hopefully decrease. We actually want to decrease signups because we want to up. We want to make the hoop smaller to jump through, harder to jump through. So we want to up the amount they pay on the day. So we just end up with the highest quality leads. That is a luxury that not all of us have, but a lot of my inner circle members do have that luxury. They'll get into they we 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 do the adverts for them to fill the room. And then they simply go, you know what? I have been selling my vouchers at $50. I want to up the ante to $80. And um, I don't care if I get, instead of getting 20 new people on the night, I don't care if I get 14 because um, I would rather work with the people that paid 80. That is a luxury. And that's why I wrote, I wrote this sentence down many years ago as a young 26-year-old chiropractor just about to embark on this multiple practices thing. And it was uh, sitting in a room with Dan Kennedy. I wrote the sentence down. And the sentence was, I've, I've taken a screenshot of it and I've got it. And those of you who've done New Patient Avalanche, you will actually, I'll show you it. And the sentence was, he that has the ability or he that can put new patients through the front door owns the keys to the castle or wins. So let me say that again. The person that has the skill set or the ability to effortlessly, repeatedly, and um, controllably, if you will, generate new customers in any business, holds the keys to the castle. The person that can repeatedly do that, marketing will cover up any mistake short term. That does, yes, eventually low PVA will kill you. Yes, eventually leaky bucket will kill you. Yes, eventually Poor business systems and structure will kill you. You've got a poor culture will kill you. But any mistake, trust me, if you want to drum up cash flow and you have the ability to do that, I always say marketing will cover up just about any mistake in a business short term. So let me run through the steps of um, let me run the, the, the steps that we look at to doing these. First step, you have to be able to get registrants. Now, I'm going to talk a little bit about that right now. The, I'm going to talk in two phases. One is the topics. Um, and when I first started, let me tell you a story. When I first started doing these many years ago, um, you know, I am a vitalistic, of vitalistic mindset. And um, I was probably in two, two, caught between two worlds. The two worlds I was caught between was understanding that Problems and concerns really are, you know, from a marketing standpoint, what most people are looking for um, in the marketplace, right? Or solutions to them. And then from a vitalistic perspective, uh, really wanting to live that through the way I marketed my business. And what I found, what I came to uh, a, a very um, harsh reality was that when I advertise, and by the way, I wish it wasn't so. When I advertised a talk that, for instance, um, covered a topic like how to live longer, it would get a certain amount of registrants, but it wasn't very good. If I covered a talk about 
you know, seven secrets to um, aging better. It would work, but it wouldn't wouldn't get amazing registrants. And uh, I remember two two of my mentors. One mentor taught me this: that pain pain is the doorway to wellness. Pain is the doorway to wellness. Pain is the doorway to wellness. So I immediately started doing more talks that focused on symptoms in some way, shape, or form, uh, or conditions. I'll tell you about that in a moment. And the other one was, um, you know, I came across a a text from BJ Palmer, and uh, it was, BJ Palmer said that symptoms sell, symptoms sell. So I really changed my mindset a little bit on what I should be marketing. So when I changed the topics to symptom-based topics or um, condition-based topics, I'll give you some examples now. Without a shadow of a doubt, our registrations went up. And what I realized was I was serving a lot more people by getting a lot more people in the room and therefore teaching them about the miracle that was chiropractic and how it can change their lives. So some of the topics that we played around with were have been things like how to manage the symptoms of autism effectively, how to manage the symptoms or how to manage... Um, ADHD effectively and safely, how to manage the symptoms of fibromyalgia, head and neck pain, uh, sciatica. Uh, those topics have worked really, really well for us, but we play around with them from time to time. And, you know, one of the things I'm really passionate about is the impact we make. And sometimes the marketplace will tell you what you need, whether you like it or not, to be making more of an impact on. And a scary statistic for you is, of all the topics we have, the one that still just I can't believe how many people register for, and it's going up and up and up, is um, an informational talk about autism. If you're listening to this right now, you may be feeling uncomfortable about doing a talk about autism, but I want you to understand that the fact that so many people register whenever we advertise that, and we don't do it all the time, shows that they're so desperate for some help. They're so desperate for a different perspective. People are so desperate for to just about learning things like how to focus on the anti-inflammatory diets and, and how to, you know, the, 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 the role that chiropractic can play in helping someone's body heal better. People are desperate for a hope. And whenever I see the registrations for that, I always, I always just think to myself, we're not doing enough, to be honest. So that's just a little piece on topics. So the first part is you've got to get bums in seats. That's topic-based as well as you've got to learn the skill set of being able to drive people from social media to your talks. Now, we do this for a lot of, a lot of people. We have an agency that does this, but I give you everything we do. So those of you who come to two-day talks boot camp and those of you that come across to my new patient app, we just give you everything we do. If you want to do it yourself, absolutely, I don't hold anything back. There's nothing, there's nothing we do in the agency we don't teach you. But if you want someone to do it for yourself, then uh, if, you want, if you want someone to do it for you, then by all means let us know. But you've got to be able to get people uh, registered. That's a skill set in itself and not the remit for this podcast. But that's uh, we teach our new patient avalanche, grab my book, or come on my new or come on my inner circle group, um, and we can help you teach that. Or come to my two day talks boot camp. The next part of a if you will dinner with the dark Facebook strategy talk is that just because they registered does not mean that they're going to show up. 
Let me say that again. Just because they registered does not mean they're going to show up. And I want you to have this written or this plaque somewhere in your business. And it is that casualness leads to casualty. I still learn this lesson to this day in business. Every time I assume, uh, every time I say these words, consciously or subconsciously, in my head, I, I learn a harsh lesson. And the words are, I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. I always, I always end up with egg on my face whenever I, well, I'm sure it'll be fine. Meaning, whenever I assume that um, they will show up, whenever I assume that they will phone, whether, wherever I, I assume that people will be there and they don't need a, a reminders, I always get a harsh lesson. So second part to the protocol, if you will, is getting them to show up. And you have to be very purposeful and you have to be very intent-driven and aggressive to get it. So here's my, my, a little phrase I'll leave with you. Whatever you currently think you need to do, I want you to double it. For instance, if you're sending two emails, send four. At least. If you're sending a text, send five. Like throughout the week or two. Like trust me, um, you absolutely have to be going way harder than you are. So here's a, little tip, a couple tips for you. Once someone registered, massive increase in, in show up rate if you call them immediately on registration. The sooner the better. I'm talking about a minute, with two minutes or three minutes or five minutes. If you can call them or send them a text at least within minutes of registration that says, um, thank you so much for registering. I'm just courtesy call just to say thanks so much for registering. Uh, we really look forward to seeing you. Um, and then you're going to give some other little bits and pieces, which I'll tell you right now. But calling them immediately and just making contacts massively increases your show up rate. Another thing that will increase your show up rate is, yes, the normal stuff. Texts, emails, and another call, a reminder call within 24 hours of the talk obviously increases show up rates. But I want you to factor in two things. One is you have to understand this is just human psychology. Human psychology is that if people... The reason that people get you to RSVP for a dinner or party or something is because by giving that commitment, you are, without a shadow of a doubt, you are entering into an uh, imaginary contract when you RSVP. So we want to try use the art of, of that psychology to help us increase our show up rate on the day. One way to do that is studies have shown, and even in our practices, if you get someone to engage in just a three-step questionnaire prior to coming and they actually fill out, they will show up on the day. And the questionnaire can simply say things like, um, what, what's, uh, what, what would make the talk a win for you? What one question would you love answered on the day, which helps you the content? And the last one would be on a scale of zero to 10, how important is your health or maintaining your health or correcting your problem or whatever it is to you? Those are just three questions you could ask. If they fill it out and you could get your front desk to really chase it up and go, hi, Mary, um, we sent you a little questionnaire. It only going to take you 10 seconds or 30 seconds. We'd love you to, to fill it out before, um, before you came. When they have filled it out, you just do Google, Google Sheets or Google Forms or you do SurveyMonkey or something really basic, your show profile will increase a lot. Next, if on the reminder call, if you can't get hold on the call, follow up with a video through email. You can use something called useloom.com and you send them a little, some type of communication that tells them that you're preparing a gift for them. So it would be something as simple as, hey, we're so excited. 
courtesy call just to say uh, thank you so much uh, for registering and they'll normally be impressed if you phone them within five minutes they'll normally say wow that was really quick and say no that we, we really like to be as efficient here as possible we're really grateful that you come to to um to spend time with us a couple things one i'm going to send you an email i'll be very grateful you filled it out just so you can get the best out of the day it'll take you 30 seconds to fill out is that okay if you get a yes they will probably fill it out next i just want to say we are preparing a gift for you as i speak and um, just to say thank you so much for attending, and it's and you can even say what's in the gift. Gonna, there's water bottles, and there's hampers, and there's whatever, and uh, you'll get. We're, we're preparing as we speak. If you're doing a video, you can even hold it up. If it's like a tote bag or something like that, or some swag, then hold it up and let them see it. But you want to subconsciously just lay. There's a scale going on here, and you want to what I call the ethical guilt trip. You're slowly building up the scale so they are leaving that phone call going, wow, I have to show up now. They're going to so much effort. Isn't that sweet? But we're really trying to give value at that point so that they know that if they don't show up, that's why when you RSVP, you show up because they catered for you, right? Like if you RSVP for, RSVP for a wedding, you know that they're paying like $100 a head or whatever or more or less that if you don't show up, it's going to cost them. That's what we, we are leveraging that psychology for um, free events. Because, here's the statistic, for free events, industry norms are 25% show up rate. If we work our ass off, we get 80% show up rate. 200%, but 80%. The norm for us is between 50 and 80% show up rate. If we take our foot off the gas, and even in my business, Let's say we have a staff shortage. Let's say someone's off that week who takes care of these. Let's say we, we, we don't follow the steps I'm teaching you now. It's not a case of it going from 80% or 70% to 50%. It's a case of it going from 65 to 70% show up rate or 80% show up rate to 5%. Casualness leads to casualty. You really have to go all in on this. And next, so we've spoken about the phone call. We've spoken about something for them to fill out, like a Google Sheets or a server monkey. And we've spoken about the ethical guilt trip as I teach. Those factors, plus your normal emails, texts, and reminders, plus you going all out, casualness leads to casualty, double what you're doing. I promise you, you'll get amazing results um, and you'll get amazing show up rates. So that's the next part is getting them to show up. The next part is delivering the content. I'm... As I said, two-day boot camp on this. You absolutely have to be there. If it's not mine, it's somebody's that gives you the skill set of speaking. It'll change your life more than anything you've, you've learned in your life. But I'll just run through. There's, there's, an opening, there's an opening template that is being proven by the greatest speaking on the planet. You absolutely need it. There is a teaching template and there's a closing template. You need those. When you're delivering a fantastic talk, I will say this, for most of you, I really think that you should move away from PowerPoint and just deliver it with a flip chart or just yourself up there. Sometimes it's just too short. Remember, a, if you use a PowerPoint, the power, people are looking at the PowerPoint most of the time, not at you. You want to be, if you will, the, the influencer and the person that they know, liking, and trusting. I'm not saying don't you don't have to use PowerPoint. You can use PowerPoint specific for testimonials and things, but don't use it for as a as a let's be honest most people use powerpoint as a crutch just to remind them what to say that's not what you're doing here so if you're using it you're using it to show demonstrations you're using them to show results you're using it to pre-frame using it to show testimonials and videos and before and after photographs that's what you're using it for where it's possible if you have to use it just use it so that it's very sparsely not lots of words like one word to remind you 
a theme or something. So that's my recommendations for the content. But I will say this. My pet hate is, I've been doing this for a while now, is seeing how desperate everyone is for, you know, can you share your slides with me? And can you share what you're going to talk about, etc. Guys, you've been, you've all studied for years and years and years and years and years. You could do a talk in the next 30 seconds and you'd know more than 99% of people on the planet about the subject matter. Obviously, you need to know, make sure that you go and research that subject matter. But just by the degree you did, you know more. So, but you know, my lesson with speaking is this, you're not as good as you think you are, you're much better. So that's the only thing I'll leave you with. Yes, you need to have finesse and yes, you need to leave structures, but you can do this, right? But that is a two-day boot camp in itself and you know, in my inner circle group, etc. make sure you connect with me if you want any help with that. Next part of the process is four-step process is you absolutely have to Learn how to ethically and repeatedly and predictably get someone at a live event or talk to actually say yes to come and to use your product or service. That is called selling. You have to be able to do that. This is the worst thing that can happen is you do a talk, you give value, and then everyone stands up and they claps for you, they pat you on the back, and they say, well done, doc, that was wonderful, and they all walk out the front door. That is the worst thing that can happen. The only thing that benefits there is your ego, and ego is the killer. Like, forget about that. So my, the, the rule that I'm going to give you right now that changed my life is this. Never, ever, 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 ever stand up in front of a group of people without making an offer. And it doesn't mean that you have to ha make an offer that it is even a monetary offer, although I'd recommend that. You, at the very least, swap details for something of value at the end of your talk. I promise you that tip I've just given you is a, has made me millions of dollars. I promise you that tip has made me millions of dollars. If all you did is every time you speak now, you at least went, how many of you found that, how many found that helpful? How many of you think it's important to look after your health after reading, after listening to me for the last 30 minutes? Great. I'd love to give you a free gift. Is that okay? Awesome. So um, Mary at the back has free book for every single person. We ask us for your contact details. Um, so I've only got one copy here. I'll send you the rest in the post. Um, if you just did that, you will... It'll change your life, I promise you. But you do have to learn the skill set of closing. And um, and we have a template and a script for that, but you've got to learn that. So those are the four steps. You have four steps to running a fantastic, if you will, dinner with the dog. I'm going to I'm not gonna talk I'm not gonna talk too much about the delivery of the close, but I am gonna talk about some context issues. Here's my advice to you. Again, just like I gave advice on the second podcast in the series was you do need to do, when you're in a, a company, you need to take payment on the day and you need to do the booking on the day. The same goes for this. This is, there's one further step though for this. Not only do you need to take payment on the day and you need to take the, make sure the bookings in the diary in the day, you also need to take the payment in the physical room that you're doing the talk. So if you're doing it in your practice, and you have a class or a health class room, etc., and you think it's okay to do a close and simply let them pay at the front desk, you would be wrong. Um, it may well be okay, by the way, but I promise you your conversions will be higher. They have to pay in the room. You see, there's just this huge, this is there's this weird psychology of temptation. If they walk out of a health class room and then walk all the way to reception and the front desk, front door is right there, we're making it so easy for them just to walk out. It's just human nature. 
It's just human nature that if the door's right there, their car's right there, their dinner's waiting for them at home, their family's waiting at home, that if there's two or three people waiting to book, you're going to lose them, I promise. So do change that. Take a PDQ or a, a cash machine, machine you can take card payments, take it into the room, make sure you have multiple clipboards because that also that also um, keeps everyone, like if you if there's five people to come to the back, then they can fill out the clipboards in the meantime and you can manage that flow with clipboards quite well. So if you take clipboards, payment, and then book them in the diary afterwards, that closes off an amazing event and then all, all your, your, your follow-up after that. So that would be my fourth step to having a killer event making sure a you can get registrations two you can actually get them to show up and that is a separate thing registration and getting to show up is not the same thing that you, once you register them you move on to phase two which is getting them to show up and the skills and we have a lot more little tricks for you uh, but those are two or three ones that'll really help you straight away then deliver a killer talk listen there's one thing i learned is that definition of a doctor is a teacher and someone once taught me that not all speakers are leaders not all speakers are leaders but all leaders all leaders are speakers in some way shape or form let me say that again not all speakers are leaders but all leaders have to learn the skill set of even if it's the simple skill set of standing up in front of their, their their team meeting all leaders are speakers in some way shape or form they may not have acquired the skill set yet but whether they like it or not all leaders are speakers in some way, shape, or form. So you need, you need to invest in learning that skill set. I promise you it'll change your life. And the last part is you need to be able to ethically move someone to a point of being able to part with money to use your service, and that is closing or converting the room, and you need to know those four parts. So I hope that was helpful. You should absolutely be doing these. If you'd like to find out how we can just fill the room for you, come and inquire we also simply just teach you it then if you want to be taught it come to my two-day talks boot camp i promise it'll change your life please make sure you grab my free book if you haven't or subscribe to our youtube channel i love and appreciate you that was that sums up my three-step process to how you can change or grow your practice or triple your practice by using talks i love and appreciate you please subscribe to your channel grab my free book i'll see you soon